Welcome to Broadway Radio's Tell Me More. I'm your host, Matt Tamanini. Here on Tell Me More, we strive to talk about projects and topics that don't often get covered on theater podcasts. As regular listeners know, at the end of last month, I traveled from Orlando, where I live, to New York City for a week of work and shows. Since I had already seen much of the best that Broadway had to offer from the previous season, a majority of my trip was spent seeing shows off-Broadway. In this episode, I speak with stars from three of those shows, one play, one musical, and one show that simply defies explanation, even for its star and creator. In this episode, I will speak with the multi-talented actress Rebecca Naomi Jones, currently starring in Fire and Dreamland at The Public. Then I speak with Derek Delgadio, the creator and star of one of the most unique shows that I've ever seen, in and of itself, currently playing at the Daryl Roth Theater downtown. And then finally, I talked to Connor Ryan, who has returned to the role of Johnny Blood in the off-Broadway transfer of the musical Desperate Measures, which had a multi-extended, drama-desk winning run at the York Theater at the end of 2017. Now, what's interesting about all three of these shows is that there's only a total of 10 performers in all three of them combined. However, each in its own unique way finds a way to feel both intimate and all-encompassing at the same time. In this mini-episode, I speak with Connor Ryan. To hear the full episode, visit broadwayradio.com or check your feed wherever you get podcasts. Finally on this episode of Tell Me More, I speak with Connor Ryan, who is currently starring in the off-Broadway musical Desperate Measures at New World Stages. The show had a remarkably successful run with the York Theatre Company in late 2017 and received the praise of critics and audiences alike, not to mention quite a bit of recognition during the spring awards season. Amongst more than a dozen nominations, the show won the Outer Critics Circle Award for Outstanding New Off-Broadway Musical and two Drama Desk Awards, first for Outstanding Music for David Friedman and second for Outstanding Lyrics for Peter Kellogg. The show is a country-western slapstick broad comedy frontier take on part of William Shakespeare's play Measure for Measure. As the show opens, we learn that Connor's character, Johnny Blood, is waiting to be hung after being found guilty of murder. However, he was really just defending the honor of his lady love, Bella, played by Lauren Molina. The rest of the show involves Bella, a sympathetic sheriff, Johnny's long-lost nun of a sister, and an intoxicated priest trying to persuade a lecherous German governor to spare Johnny's life. While this six-person show is silly and fun and an all-around honky-tonk good time, as Connor mentions, it does have quite a bit of relevance to topics being discussed today. If you missed the show at the York, you are in luck because this wonderful little jewel of a show has just begun an open-ended run at New World Stages. So, make plans to see it now. So, here's my conversation with the wonderful Connor Ryan. I saw I saw the show yesterday. I was at the matinee yesterday, and God, that looks like a whole lot of fun to do every day. Oh my God, I'm so happy you were there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a blast. It's a blast. Hopefully, you guys are having as much fun as we are. Oh, absolutely. So this seems like this has been kind of a an interesting ride. I mean, you don't see a lot of shows go from a theater like the York to a, to a commercial run like that. Sometimes if you see it, you know, happen, it's usually at a, a, from a bigger theater, like roundabout or the public, but to have something be as successful as it was at the York and then to have this new life, you know, a few months later, what has this whole process been like for you? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's, it's like, 
we joke about it being the gift that keeps on giving, you know, when you're an actor and, and you do this kind of off Broadway stuff, you know, it's really fulfilling. It's exciting to get to create a role. It's really, um, it's an artistic sacrifice you're taking, uh, when you know, you're not going to be making a ton of money and you know, you're not going to have a job for that long, you know, but it's a, it's a really exciting experience to get to be a part of a brand new production uh, maybe if you're lucky to get to be on the cast album, but for it to extend as long as it did at a nonprofit theater, um, to get to be working at a nonprofit theater for more than a couple of weeks, let alone to get a transfer to a commercial run. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's just totally beyond our wildest dreams. We're so, we feel so lucky. I feel so lucky. Um, and so, so, uh, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's amazing to get to, have you know job stability a, a little bit of extra job stability yeah. a, a, a little extra um length of a of employment but also there's the added there's the added joy of the opportunity of getting to dig even deeper into the show you know getting to not only getting to create a role but then getting to come back at it a second time and think to myself you know what what do I want to build upon? How do I want to make this performance stronger? How can we make the play better? It's just such an awesome thing to get to do. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it, it's been the gift that keeps on giving. It's, 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 it's awesome. Yeah. Well, you mentioned, you know, kind of uh, diving back in and changing things. What's, what's changed for you and for Johnny Blood since the, uh, since the first run? Oh, Johnny. God, I love Johnny so much. <laughs> I... I I think I first came in with this kind of like preconceived notion of him, you know, like I wrote him off as this dumb hick, this like this thick <laughs> uh, cowboy um, who, who who didn't have a lot of depth. And um, and as we worked at the York, we realized pretty early on that that he that it, it can't work with him being dumb. If he's played as dumb, the story doesn't work. It, he, he, there, ne- there needs to be a realistic three-dimensionality to him in order for the play to work because we have to be rooting for this guy. We have to, be, we have to want to see him freed. Um, and so we and work, not die. Yeah. Yeah. And not die. Right. We need, we need to be hoping we need to be invested in his, in his life. So, so we worked really hard at the York um, to figure out what that is um, with the play written as it is, what his intelligence level is, you know, what, why he doesn't understand some things as quickly as some other characters in the play. <laughs> and, and, um, and I think this time, and, and we we found a, we found a, a lovely soul to him, and and a, and a lovely. Um, um, I think there's there's a lot of really good stuff in 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 his relationship with his girl, you know, with Bella. Um, I think that makes him really relatable and and really um, appealing. But this time around, we kind of came back at it, and Bill Castellino, our fantastic director, he we we showed up with this an, a, another huge. Um, Another huge luxury of this second production is that we had three weeks of rehearsal when we really, you know, when when it would have been understandable if the producers had just wanted to kind of like stick it in 
yeah. paste, you know, copy paste it back on the stage. But we, we were given this opportunity of three full weeks of rehearsal, which is such a gift. And, and, uh, the director kept, Bill kept, uh, repeating this, this word poet. He kept saying to me over and over, Johnny is a poet. I mean, listen to this song that he sings about his life. You know, he may not be the smartest guy ever. He not may be the fastest wit, you know, he not may, he, he may not be the, um, the most cunning character, but he has a, a great depth to him. And, um, and he sees things, he sees the world in this sort of beautiful, odd little way. And, um, so anyways, I'm <laughs> rambling now, but yeah, this, no, this, that's the, great. the second time around, it, it was, it was, it was really fun to try to infuse him with even more, um, more life and, yeah, I just I love playing him so much. I think it's it's such a fun thing to get to do a play about a guy where the first thing we learn about him is that he's a murderer. Yeah. And to show the audience that he is good, that he is good and kind and um and that, you know, and that there's more to him than meets the eye. And so that that is that is just a total total blast every single every single night we get to perform it. Yeah. Well, and you, you talk about kind of developing this character and building this show. How long have you been involved with this? Was this just something you were brought into at the York or were you involved with it before that? When did your experience with Desperate Measures start? I jumped on at the York. So it's a six member cast. Um, two of our cast now uh, were involved in it um, in much, much earlier. Got it. Um, readings that would be lauren and nick they they were they were involved in in earlier readings and 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 stuff i think nick may have even been involved in a uh long long ago nymph production oh wow um and and then the rest of us were brought on um for day one of rehearsal at the york and then our entire cast from the york moved to new world stages except we did get one new uh, actress right. playing uh, the nun, my sister. Yeah. yeah. But no, I so I, I jumped on at the York. Yeah. So I, I wonder how much, I mean, one of the cool things about this show is, again, something that's, you know, kind of a little surprising for a production coming from such a small theater like the York. But you guys, I mean, I, I don't know if this is 100% true, but it feels like you were one of, if not the most nominated musicals uh, of the year when you factor in all of the awards, won a bunch of, you know, won a couple of drama desks and all this stuff. Like that has to be, I mean, I mean, it was a surprise for me because I hadn't seen the show uh, until recently, but like, that's got to be really gratifying to know that this work that you put in at this show that you didn't expect a whole lot to come from uh, really has paid off in spades with a lot of not only critics, but audiences as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I cannot, it described to you our bliss <laughs> and our delight and our surprise, our surprise as well. I mean, we, um, we would never, I personally never would have expected uh, all, all of this awesome response, especially considering that the writers have been working on it for like 15 years. Yeah. It feels like the, the show really happened at the right time, right in the middle of our run at the York, the Me Too movement really took off. Mm -hmm. And suddenly the show became um, a lot more relevant and topical than we had even realized, which sounds dumb because those themes are so universal and are so historic almost. I mean, yeah. it's just, it, 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 unfortunately the, the themes of, 
Yeah, and it's funny. I saw Othello in the park the other night, and I again was just astounded at the at the relevance of this material that Shakespeare was writing 500 years ago. And I don't know whether or not to to think of it as like, geez, our our world really hasn't evolved at all, or to see him as this talent way way ahead of his time. I don't I don't I don't know, but I mean, I, I think it's a combination of both. But um, I. I yeah, the, the getting getting nominated for the awards was just you know you try not to put too much weight in those things sure. because uh, uh, the arts is such a subjective um, thing. But of course, it is so exciting to get validated in that way to see our writers be validated in that way. We went to the drama desk thinking, oh wow, we're gonna be we're gonna be like the the loser <laughs> kids at the drama desk, you know, one of the many many millions of off Broadway things you know, sort of yeah. just tagging along with the big dogs. And then to hear David Friedman and and Peter Kellogg's names get called out one after the other was truly one of the most That's exciting awesome. moments of my life. Yeah, it was. we were just freaking out. It was great. And, you, I mean, obviously the, you mentioned the writers, uh, uh, and, and they both won in their individual uh, categories at the Drama Desk, Peter and David, but you also mentioned – Shakespeare, which is where, you know, kind of the basis for this story comes from. And, and I, and I think I knew it intellectually when I came in and I knew that kind of the dialogue was all in verse. And what's funny about the way you guys do it is, is that there are moments when it's still obviously going on, but it just doesn't, like, it doesn't kind of hit you over the head with it. And I just kind of was like, oh yeah, they're just talking now. It just happens to rhyme. And it's so well written and so well delivered that it just feels natural for these like you said, rednecks and country bumpkins and, you know, and a German governor to be talking in verse. It just works so, so well. Oh, I'm so happy to hear you say that because I think it's mistakenly one of the things about our show that seems to um, make audience members hesitate a little. Mm. It's one of the things about the piece that people kind of go, oh, I don't know about that. I'm not sure if I want to see it. And then across the board, people are delighted by it. Yeah. I think it's because they think verse and they think this um, dense Shakespearean vocabulary yeah. that it, that is at times, you know, difficult to follow. But we have the, we have the um, cool combination of the show being written in these, in this iambic pentameter and in this, and in this meter, but with a more contemporary vernacular that is really fun for an actor. Yeah. And I think just as fun for an audience to listen to. It's we so sort clever. of hear every. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, Peter Kellogg is just a genius. Some of the stuff is just, is really, it's just amazing. And, and it's so fun to hear the sort of the shoe drop every, every performance when, when those people in the audience, you can tell who, who had no idea it was going to be in first, sort of <laughs> realize what's happening. And it delights them. You can tell that they're excited that they, oh, I figured it out. I figured out the secret. And suddenly they feel, you know, like they're a part of this, a part of the club, you know, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. Well, I won't keep you too much longer, but just if people maybe heard about the show before it, you know, before it transferred and are not really sure it's the summer, you know, they're not sure where they, what they want to do. If they want to see some of the big flashier things on Broadway, or they want to take a risk on this show that's based, you know, a country music, Shakespeare musical, uh, that's in iambic pentameter. What can you tell them about the experience of going over to new world stages and seeing desperate measures? Oh, I just think come if you're in the mood for pure fun. You know, I mean, there there are other gifts that you're going to receive 
seeing our show, but I think first and foremost, come if you just want to laugh, if you want to forget about all the nasty stuff you're seeing in the news. This is just a pure two and a half hours, fast-paced fun. Good singing, good music, lots of uh, third little, you know, <laughs> delightful, surprising jokes. And yeah, I mean, just, just, just come, come in the mood to have fun. That's all we we were looking to do over at uh, over at Desperate Measures is just have a have a really good time. Yeah, and you mentioned, and I I'm, I should have mentioned this earlier, but man, the, the voices that you guys have are like across the board are just fantastic. Like every time I thought, oh, that was really impressive. Like like either the next line of the song or the next song itself just kept blowing me away. So the talent that you guys have on that stage and just such a small cast is phenomenal. So, uh, I'm oh, so, ha- thank you so much. Yeah. I'm so happy for all the success that you guys have had and, and hope for another even longer run at new world stages than you had the first time around, because it really is a great show that deserves to be seen by as many people as possible. Oh, well, thank you so much. And thanks for helping us out by doing your little part of, you know, uh, including us in this. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me More. My name is Matt Tamanini. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMATT. You can reach out to Broadway Radio on both Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. We will have information for each of the performers and shows in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com. Tell Me More is produced by me. Special thanks to Rebecca Naomi Jones, Derek Delgadio, Connor Ryan, Julie Danny, Danielle Ruff, Leslie Papa, Elsa Hoke, Scott Klein, and the man without whom none of Broadway radio is possible, James Marino. Thanks again for listening, and remember, oh, it is excellent to have a giant's strength, but it is tyrannous to use it like a giant. Also, always get a second scoop, and when you get the chance, ask people to tell you more. <laughs>